What about like Japanese Hellrider though, where he's like blowing out snow out of the front of his motorcycle? Oh my god! And he's like a snowman for a head. No. Yes. We need to stop giving out all our best ideas. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'll be getting paid. Don't worry. <laughs> the TM. One of us has a package deal. <laughs> Welcome to issue number 158 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Uh, tonight we're going on a magical journey into the kingdom of Dreamland with Matt Groening's latest animated series, Disenchantment. Uh, we're going to be talking about news, on all the good stuff that you've come to know and love or loathe, one of the two, about our wonderful little show. But first, let's see who's joining us today. We have Dave the Bearded Menace. Hi, I'm Davo. Doc Chris. Good news, everyone. Ah, good. That was good. TV's Casey. Bite my shiny metal ass. <laughs> Jay's Mac. Oh, his microphone cut out, and he doesn't even. We need to, we need to insert a Homer Simpson-esque. I'm just going to say, why wait, not wait, Jay's wait, Mac? Wait, wait, wait. I said all that exposure to radiation is really making me thirsty. Mm. <laughs> but I said it in a whinier voice. Oh, man. Go. Too bad we missed it. Now it's just, why not Jay's Mac? <laughs> and I'm your host for the Warm. evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, uh, gentlemen, what happened this week? So, what happened? Well, what makes me really happy is we got a secret trailer that came out of literally no fucking where mm-hmm. for Streets of Rage Four. Mm. Um, now, for any of you that played uh, Sega Genesis in the early '90s, the mid '90s, Streets of Rage Four was the answer to I want to say Final Fight, maybe I want to say, um, or I'm sorry, Streets, uh, yeah, Final Fight. And basically, it's like a, a side-scrolling, up-and-down, like, classic platform fighter. Where in the Streets of Rage 2, which was the more popular one, you played as Axel, you played as Blaze, you played as Max, and you played as a kid called Skate. Where in Part 2, you're trying to save Skate's brother, who was in the first one. And then Part 3 introduced uh, Dr... I forget his... I, oh, crap. Of course, now I forget his name, but he was like all these electrical attacks. Dr. Doctor. Was... Doctor Doctor Professor wasn't as good as Part Two, but what made the Streets of Rage games amazing was the fights, the music, and just the graphics. It probably played it more than any other game on Sega Genesis, and I'm happy to see it come back. Um, the the publisher is going to be Dotemu and Lizard Cube mm-hmm. and Wonder Boys, and let's see what else did you do in the partnership with Sega. Um, we don't know what platform it's going to come out on. A lot of rumors point to probably the Nintendo Switch, which would be kind of odd considering it was a Genesis game that's going to be on the competitor Nintendo. But, I mean, Sega no longer has a system, so it'd be what it'd I mean, be. They've been pretty friendly with stuff lately. Like, Sonic's on, like, every platform I was literally point. just going to say that. Yeah, like, Sonic is on Switch as well, so. Yeah. I know, but it's just, like, this specifically, it's just, like, this was a game that was, that was an answer to, like, Nintendo's, like, side-scrolling fighter. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if it went straight to mobile. Just because hmm. Sega had for a while with that. There's Sega Forever applications you can download and play their games for free. Right. Oh, it's still going, my so, friend. Vectorman came yeah, out not too long ago. Exactly, oh, yeah. So they're me. still doing that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they brought it onto like that platform and went to mobile first. Um, and then it went to like the other platforms. Um, 
It's going to be cell shaded so it's awesomely like illustrated. It looks cool. Axel looks a little bit thicker and he has a beard for whatever reason because he's older. Um, right now, the only characters we can see are Blaze and Axel, like the OG from Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3. No news yet on who they're fighting, what they're fighting against. Probably what they've always been fighting for the most part. A lot of the villains they're fighting, a lot of the guys they fight in the game look to be the same as they were in the original game. So, yeah, I'm excited, guys. I mean, I'm a little afraid they might fuck it up, maybe, because I'm a huge <laughs> fan of this game from back in the day. But, I mean, yeah. Nice. Honestly, I would have had Dave pegged for a Double Dragon guy all these I years. love Double Dragon, but I did not have a Nintendo growing up, or a Super Ooh. Nintendo. All I had was Sega Genesis. We were a Genesis house. I would have pegged Dave for a Boogerman type. Remember that game? <laughs> Boogerman? Toe Jam and yeah. Earl? Fruit Slade! Oh, oh, man. I mean, yes. I, play, I played... My favorite was always going to be um, Earthworm Jim. Ooh, good one. Oh, Ooh. nice. That was a lot of fun back in the day. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but just Streets of Rage, just... I lo- the music was awesome. Like the the fighting style was awesome. Like it looked really cool. Like on screen, like there was no leveling up. It's just whatever skill you had, you had to carry throughout the entire fucking game to a point where bosses that you fought in the beginning of the game mm-hmm. then became mini bosses and villains with the same fucking exact power and strength. So whatever skill you had with you at the beginning, you brought with you to the end, and you had to adapt because I used to love the jump. And then there's one level where you can't jump; it's electrified. So as soon as you jump, you get like electrocuted. Um, and it was such an awesome, fun game series, and I'm really happy to see it come back. But I'm also a little kind of wary of where it'll go. This could go. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Although I feel like a lot of the re- the reboots or remasters or whatever for side scrolls have been fairly good lately. So I don't know. We'll see. Right. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, Senor Chris. All right. Yeah. September. September. Big month for video games. For PlayStation, we're talking about Spider-Man's coming out. I Everyone wait. is all hyped about it. However, one thing, because I am diehard, never want to let go, mm-hmm. I'm excited for, is mm-hmm. the big Destiny expansion that is getting dropped. This mm-hmm. is the year two expansion. Going to be a lot of game changers as far as like how things are. your loadout happens. It's going to be all new game modes. Very stoked about this. Mm-hmm. And to celebrate... PlayStation is actually adding Destiny 2 to the free game PlayStation Plus lineup for September, Mm -hmm. which is great. Mm. So keep in mind, it is just the core game that you get for free. If you do want to have access to the expansions, you actually are going to have to purchase those separately. So it does not come with the expansions as well. But it's the core game, uh, which is pretty cool anyways. Yeah. Um, so the lineup that we're going to be seeing, uh, so Destiny 2, we're also going to have the the remaster of God of War 3, which I actually played through in my marathon up to playing the new God of War. Uh, God of War 3 was actually phenomenal. Highly recommend it. Download it for free. It's pretty good. Uh, we also are going to have another World 20, 20th Anniversary Edition, uh, Cube Director's Cut, Sparkle 2, and Foul Play. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. It's like I read... Destiny 2 it was going to be free, and it just feels like such a kick in the balls. For me. It is. Yeah. It's such a kick in the balls. Yeah, it, it kind of is. Oh. It really is. Now, is that free forever? Like, no, once so the, you have the way it, PlayStation Plus um, kind of works with their subscription-based stuff is as long as you're subscribed to PlayStation Plus, you have access to those games. If you lapse the subscription, you lose access during the time that you lapse. You re-up and then you get access to the games again. Right, yeah. So if, if you like lapse in September and come back in October, then you don't get Destiny 2. Yeah. 
So basically, the way and the way PlayStation Plus works as well is that every month they give uh, they have certain free games. Um, if you download those games within those months for free, that's when it gets you, applied. These items do not get automatically applied to your account unless you physically go through and download them for zero dollars. Uh, last month. There was like, uh, yeah, last month there was like $165 worth of games that they gave away for free, which yeah. is actually pretty dope. Usually, it's, usually it breaks uh, about 100 bucks, um, as far as that's concerned. It's uh, 60 bucks a year at this point. I do highly recommend it, not only because it gives you access to a whole bunch of free games, but it also gives you that cloud storage as far as your, uh, your saves and multiplayer. Not a lot of these games require PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. as well. So it's kind of like if you have a PlayStation, just- freaking do it. I just find it amazing that a game that was like that big is that's why I asked there's like a game that was that big is like now free. Yeah, but it's uh, so at this point the core game is is old. Like they've added and they've changed so much already that it yeah. is a very yeah. different game at this point as well, right. which is good even with the two expansions that they have on there. So it is kind of getting people on the hype train cuz I'm uh, Assuming that their whole goal for this is being like, hey, um, if you were thinking of talking about Des- if seeing Destiny, you want to check it out. Um, we're about to drop this big expansion, so people are going to be talking about it. We might as well give people kind of a taste of what it's like if they haven't done it already for free. Yeah, yeah, it's it's smart on their end for sure because they're just gonna. I mean, they did almost the same thing for Destiny One, where they had Destiny One kind of come out and then it dropped to like ten bucks for a while. And then they did this like, oh, if you didn't get Destiny 1, you can get all the DLC and everything for like 70 bucks or 60 bucks or something like that. Mm. I had already gotten everything up until that point. Plus, <laughs> and I didn't have the newest expansion that was coming out. So it was just like I paid 40 bucks and I felt like super ripped off. Okay, I'm just never going to let that organization just disappoint me any further. Yeah. Like- yeah, like and, yeah. and you know what? Destiny three comes out, I'll probably buy it, and I'll be disappointed and again, again, right? But like, I it's it's happened two and a half times yeah. already. It sucks. I hate it. Like, I bought it twice for, <laughs> P- I bought it for PS four and I bought it for the PC, and I know that's my fault. I'm an adult. Like, <laughs> you know, I make choices, but it's it's, it's just the same game. It was just the yeah. same game as Destiny one. You could have just been like, this is still just Destiny 1. I, I am kind of excited for the new stuff for Forsaken. I, so I have that pre-ordered on PC right now because their weapon system Ooh. is changing a lot. You can like put any weapon in any slot is what they're Yeah, you're saying. no longer limited, which is yeah. awesome because so, you they kind of restricted you a good amount in uh, Destiny 2. So if you want all rocket launchers, you go ahead and have all rocket launchers. Oh, that's, that's what it sounds like. God damn it. Don't, that's what it sounds don't, like. Don't, don't sell me this, Greg. God well, you damn won't be playing it. with don't me because I'll be doing me. that on PC. So, don't worry, Dave. I'll play with you. I'm not a sellout. <laughs> I totally am. Uh, <laughs> so, good news, everyone. I know Chris already good said Good news, it, everyone. I wanted to do it again. Uh, so, Batman, the animated series Blu-ray box set, uh, had a little bit of a delay, it sounds like. But a lot of really cool details. So, it's coming out now on October 30th. Ooh. It, I thought I heard originally it was supposed to be a little sooner than that, so that's kind of a bummer, but it's still right around the corner. It is not only going right. to include the three mini pop figs, so it's, oh. it's going to have those Batman, Joker, and I think Harley. Was of course, it's going to be Harley. I, I don't remember the oh. third one. I'm just going to assume it's Harley. Uh, <laughs> I think of all. I think of all instances, Harley Quinn makes sense in this, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, she was so popular, like from the cartoon, that she was. Yeah, like any other instance, if you bought like I don't know Cocoa Puffs and Harley Quinn came with it, that'd be kind of fucking yeah. weird. But in this, it's it makes sense. It, it is Harley. I just quickly googled it again. So it is. Uh, not only is it going to come with those three mini pop figs, uh, it is also going to come with the digital versions of every single episode. Oh, which is really oh. fucking cool. 
Ooh. And I did this earlier on Amazon. Uh, if you pre-order on Amazon, you get 20% or 23% off or something stupid. Yeah, 8739 right now. 87.39. Oh, my God. So I paid 90 bucks after tax, and I'm getting all of the Batman animated series plus th- three mini pop figs to add to my wonderful collection behind me. Which I'm very oh. proud of. That digital copy is key too. That I'm Ooh, really yeah. excited because I was kind of on the fence until they said that. And if there's one thing Greg wants, it's filling out his digital library space of movies and TV it, shows. It, you know what the worst part is? Is like I have access to that on Hulu. Hulu has it on on there. You can watch it pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But just having the physical Blu-ray copy, it's yeah, just oh, yeah. it's good. It's gonna know. look great in your wall. It's gonna look great in your. I don't know how they're going to do the digital library thing. If it's going to be like through DC or if it's going to be through iTunes or what. I don't know yet. <laughs> Movies anywhere. TV shows anywhere. That'd be really cool. I'd be down <laughs> for that. But I'm, I'm super stoked. Uh, I wasn't originally going to get it. And then as soon as they said the digital, I just hit that pre-order button because fuck it. It's hitting, it's hitting future <laughs> Greg's money. wallet, not mine. So fuck that guy. <laughs> He's the worst. Future Greg has a lot to deal with. Future Greg has a lot to fucking deal with. No thanks <laughs> to this guy. And past, past Greg is the worst, though, out of all of them, I got to say. He just abuses everyone. Uh, and speaking of abusing, Casey. It's me. Uh, well, I wanted to kind of throw my hat in the ring on, on this last subject, uh, but it's the perfect segue because isn't Batman the Animated Series and by extension the rest of the DC Animated Universe going to be available on the DC Universe? streaming service mm-hmm. um which really makes me question why we would buy blu-rays when you can already watch it in high definition quality coming september 15th hey. i'll hey. tell you why because i don't trust uh, dc to not pull all the good stuff off and leave the shitty stuff on you know you're probably mm-hmm. right we might just get <laughs> stuck with like the zeta project mm-hmm. I, I like you know i like project. that for like you all right, Cup Ups is really good. Take Catherine that. Zeta Especially, project. we're gonna get stuck with I wish. Titans. Lots of Titans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know what else is coming back? Young Justice season three. Is that gonna be a launch or no? Uh, I, I have don't think no idea. Said yet. Yeah. God damn it! The only <laughs> that was gonna be part of my fake news. I was gonna say that Young Justice. You guys hear about that news? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Well, there <laughs> was. They did show like a minute and a half long clip of Nightwing. Maybe he has his at his first outing um, in this season, and he's talking to Oracle over a headset. Oh, which means we have more of him and more of Barbara, which is super cool. Yes. Uh, they also gave a release date for the live action Titans, which is October fifteenth. So you can stay <laughs> tuned I'm as sorry. we force ourselves <laughs> to watch that for your entertainment, or this- not. Halloween yeah. season. I would love to no, see the metrics we of must. how many times that, like, beyond the first episode. I can see a lot of people being like, let's just see if it's that bad, and then beyond that, what the metrics would be. I would be very curious for that. We'll never see it, because it'll be abysmal, but I think that'd be really Ooh. interesting. Um, There's uh, there's some other yeah. stuff, not DC-related. <laughs> uh, Marvel Comics killed my favorite character this Wednesday. Which is more from the Venom? exiles? Venom? Did uh, they make him Venom and then kill him? No, they. Uh, <laughs> he was brainwashed by an evil Professor Xavier in like a Western reality, mm. which had the cool effect of having Black Panther face down Magneto in a in a duel. Mm. 
What? Which is sick, because Magneto doesn't have guns. He just levitates bullets near his hand. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Wait, does he have his vibranium yeah. suit? He's got a vibranium but cloak. isn't that just metal? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but it's special, because it's from space. I don't think vibranium is magnetic, but I'm not 100% sure. I was going to say, he could just crush him like a... Yeah, like a tin... Like a tin can. What is Captain America's shield made of? Adamantium or it is, vibranium? It is, a, it is a vibranium steel alloy. Okay. So can Magneto stop that if it gets chucked at him? Yes. He can move that, but he might just be moving the steel. Okay, just not the vibranium. Which, okay. again, is also, I don't think steel is magnetic, but Magneto's powers never really made sense anyway. Yeah. Like, he can lift pocket change. That's not magnetic. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen pocket change get magnetized. Yeah. So you know, but anyway, it was a it was a cool story, except for the fact that Morph got like tail blasted by a Professor X in his death throes. He just like shot out this mental blast and killed him, and the, just the the reaction to it was so weak. Like Blink barely mourned, Nocturne barely mourned, and these were characters that have known him for like most of their life, being trapped, jumping from reality to reality. Um. Just a really underwhelming send-off for one of my favorite, like, my favorite character for a long time, since, like, 2001, when he debuted. Uh, who's writing the book now? Saladin Ahmed. So he probably just... Now, don't get me... I was going to say, he probably just doesn't have the same, I don't know, like, love of Morph that maybe, you know... He might, he might not. That that book is very good quality, yeah. though. He's kind of re... He's redone Blink to have her more, like in roots uh with her you know her born culture because i think she's like caribbean born which you never would oh, have yeah. guessed yeah from from reading or seeing that in something else especially when they cast her as asian in uh yeah. days of future past yeah. and i think the gifted she's also yeah she's asian. She was asian the gifted yeah yeah um yeah she's born in like a like a caribbean island it's crazy yeah. uh but the the direction of that book is very good i just wish you know he didn't fall into that same comic book trap of killing off a major character just for drama purposes. Well, that's what Exiles is. Well, yeah, but that's also because it's a book where death has meaning. You know, these are characters from alternate universes that don't really have that, let's bring I, them I back. I would argue that of. the first death didn't have a lot of meaning. Yeah, that's true. But no, yeah, I mean, every death after that was pretty eventful. And yeah, it. they were all good. Thunderbird, yeah. Mariko, yeah. Mimic. Yeah. Um, but I just I really left that issue being really really disappointed. Mm. Um, oh, and just to address something in the chat, uh, Rurutu, there are probably Asians in the Caribbean, but Blink is specifically of Afro-Caribbean descent. Um, mm -hmm. I probably should have led with that. But, <laughs> uh, he didn't. He didn't. didn't. It's not a you know. And now Not here we are. Big deal Casey's a little end. sleepy tonight. That's all. Yeah, no. My listen. My heart's in it, though. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> he's here. He's here. He's in it to but, win but it. But honestly, yeah, I, I left. You know, most of that disappointed. Everybody hates when a character gets, uh, yeah. you know, gets knocked down. But I, I've had it real bad this year because Rogue's getting married to Gambit, and Captain America was a Nazi for a while. <laughs> Venom's getting his own movie. Yeah. Venom's getting his own movie, and apparently Venom's comic book is really good right now, so I might have to start it's reading just, that. It's just the year of Radio Jones. That's it's, what it is. It's oh, a lot. God. It's a lot. Oh, and Conan's back. Conan's getting a Marvel comic written by Jason Aaron. Nice. Which is totally sweet. I like um, Jason Aaron. Yeah. Like Conan yeah, he's Brian. probably going to kill it. 
Crush your posted, enemies. He posted on Twitter he's got like literally every Conan novel ever written. Oh jeez. Um, so he knows his shit. Yeah. Uh and in other less interesting well, you know, I guess pop culture news. Uh Marvel Comics lost two of their old timey greats uh today. Actually, Marie Severin, who was uh, an artist and really one of the the bigger ladies of Marvel Comics back in the day. Uh, She did all kinds of stuff. Um, She created Hmm. Spider-Woman. Well, she drew the story. Uh, She also created The Living Tribunal, who Mm. is the closest thing Marvel Comics has to an actual god. Hmm. He's like the greatest arbiter of time and space, and he will not infrequently hang out with Doctor Strange. Um, a couple other stuff. She drew the Hulk, uh, a bunch of Defender stuff, just a real class act all around. Um, and she had a career up pretty much through to today doing coloring. Um, we also lost, uh, Gary Friedrich, who, uh, created Ghost Rider. He wrote the original Ghost Rider story, and he also wrote an independent character called the Hell Rider, who is basically not Ghost Rider, but a man on a motorcycle who has a flamethrower attached to the front of his bike. Wow. Okay. Which you think pony, is... Eh? Yeah, cat, uh, you know, maybe. <laughs> but, you know... Uh, Stick to what you know. Yeah. Some, <laughs> sometimes, man. Also sometimes. a flaming skull. Interesting. Also, yeah, <laughs> Inevitably, when you're... You can only go, like, five miles an hour when you've got a flamethrower attached to the front of your bike. It's, <laughs> it's very tricky. <laughs> Oh man! But that's all I got. Is there little, is there purgatory rider? Like there's still flames, but there's less of them. Don't <laughs> see. Listen, you're you're blowing up my spot to start getting no, checks no, and th- royalties for Marvel comics. Yeah, damn right I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there there are flames, but they are just mildly annoying. Yeah. And and also now rounding up the uh, Marvel madness. Um, this weekend, this weekend only, starting tonight, you can see. Every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, in sequential order, in IMAX. Mm. Um, this will be happening, I think, through through Monday, through like basically um, Labor Day, and yeah, if you missed it in IMAX, if it wasn't in IMAX before, it's in IMAX now. I think they're doing like four movies a night, give or take. Um, well, not a night, but like throughout the day, pretty much. But yeah, I have a couple buddies watching Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, and Thor tonight. Um, and they're going to continue on to God knows what tomorrow morning. The Avengers is uh, tomorrow. Wait Ooh. a second, Dave. Did yeah. you just skip over my news segment? I know I didn't write anything down, but I had a question mark there. He totally did. He was just like, fuck you, t- Tits Elric. Wow. Like, exactly. <laughs> I saw the <laughs> notes. Going. I saw the notes. I saw Tits Elric, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. because there's been uprisings in the city of Lior and also in Drachma, and nobody's been making any note of it. And I need nope. you guys to know... What uprisings? Father Cornella tells us nothing is happening. <laughs> nothing extraordinary. No miracles here, sir. No miracles. Also, in, in the realm of science, these two brothers have made a miracle, and they happen to spawn <laughs> a soul to a suit of armor. You guys didn't see this? Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You mean those two guys just fixing radios? Yeah. It's nothing. Exactly. It's nothing. Um, hey, Jason, can you give us some news in the world of uh, chemistry? <laughs> uh, pseudoscience chemistry, if you will? We're looking for things that are maybe more taboo. Yeah, genre, I mean, I uh, those same you know those same sets of brothers. They actually uh, revived somebody from the dead too, but it was only for a brief second. What? Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, they actually um, they use a bunch of different chemicals. I don't have the list in front of me right now. Thank you, Greg, for sending me that mm-hmm. card, by the way. Uh, did you? I was going to say, did you get my yeah, thank Greg's you card? thank you card, by the way, had all the, the chemical <laughs> makeup of a human body. Oh, my mic just went I, crazy. I, I Googled it, and I put it as a, I labeled it as an old family recipe. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is so great. Amazing. But uh, hey, uh, what did they say? Uh, Iron Fist uh, Season 2. Right, mm-hmm. is that coming out? Is that what it said? We already, yep. so, yeah, yeah, we'll be covering. Yeah, watch the trailer. Uh, I laughed pretty hard uh, when I saw that. It's September seventh. Uh, let's not watch it. Um, oh, we're totally watching. God it. Damn it! Um, also, yeah. like Casey said, nothing is happening with uh, Young Justice still. And <laughs> still. some actual news, uh, Greg. Yeah. I saw that you had this on your. Uh, you want it as like a, a gift or something like that, or you're interested in it. But Final Fantasy 15 for the PC is half off right now through Steam. Oh, yeah, I did wow. some. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's that. some little gems in there, so you guys should take a peek. Yeah, absolutely. That was a good, uh, that was a good oh, news man. recap. That was, that was, that was Thank like, Thank you. that was like a half metal alchemist. That was a <laughs> half metal alchemist. Yeah, I didn't, you know, uh, not prepare for this at all. Great. <laughs> Great. Uh, so let's move right on to the main subject matter. And we're going to be talking about, uh, Netflix's disenchantment. Yarr. The, uh, this is actually, I didn't realize this and it makes sense now that I've like, I did a little research. This is Matt Greening, which is how you pronounce his last name, not groaning. Like I've been doing for the first 32 years of my life, <laughs> 33 years of my life. This is a third series. Yeah. Yar. Period. You didn't realize that? That's fucking nuts. Like, like, or it just didn't like register. It didn't occur to me. Like, it's like, oh, like, a, yeah, it's like another Matt Groening <laughs> thing. And I was like, and I was <laughs> going through and it was in 1988 was The Simpsons. Yes. Mm-hmm. 1998 was Futurama. Yes. Or 99. Nine. No, it was 89, 99. And now it's 2018. So he waited 20 years between, 10 years between the first two. It was 10, 10, and then 20 because he was just riding the coattails of Simpsons and Futurama. I mean, who wouldn't, honestly, like... That's fair. Yeah. That's that's very fair. They're both wonderful properties. Um, Keeping this in mind, Simpsons, Futurama, um, what were your impressions going into, or your expectations, I I should say, going into Disenchantment? I was super excited to find out that Matt Groening was making another series. Like, so, yeah. like, Futurama is probably, uh, put Full Metal Alchemist aside for a second. Full, Me- <laughs> like, yeah. Futurama is my actual favorite television show. The, like, I spent years watching that every single night on Adult Swim. It's what I fell asleep to, like, throughout my entire 20s. You know what I mean? Like, I had that. Yeah, I think most of us did. Yeah, like, I had that on yeah. every night. And, like, I know those episodes, like, word for word almost. You know, like, in um, I Am Legend. Is that what it is? When, like, mm-hmm. Will Smith is going over Oh, Shrek. he's, like, watching a Shrek. Yeah, like, that's me yeah. with Futurama, man. Like, I can, I can recite that entire thing from episode one up to episode whatever it is, like, 200. Or I more. see Wiener. Oh, crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't watch Futurama randomly on TV anymore because every time I do, it's Jurassic Dude, Park, uh, and I cannot how fucking every do. Time? I don't know every time. Every time I watch that fucking episode, I cry. Like I actually every time I'm gonna be 32 and set in six days, and I still cry at that episode because it's just fucking sad. It's sad, dude. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday! He never lived a full life. Spoilers: He never lived a full life. Right. He just, he just sat waited. there, waiting, and waited, and waited. 
Oh. Man. All right, let's stop the show. I'm, I'm going to cry now. <laughs> I'm just going to put my hat over my eyes like this. And all right, proceed. <laughs> I had no impressions going in. Really? Yeah, I was a completely blank slate. I was like, I mean, it's it's Matt Grenning. See how I said it right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know. I had really no desire to see it. Then uh, I went in completely blank slate. Interesting. Casey, what about you? Uh, I actually was looking forward to this a lot. Fantasy has really started to grow on me in recent years. And uh, so, like, things that, I, I mean, I'm obviously a huge fan of, like, parodies. And things that don't take himself too seriously. But I always... And the way that, that you could see Futurama taking ideas that are happening today and spinning it for what it's like in a thousand years where it's like, you know, he's fucking around with his credit cards and it's like, American Express? Nope. Haven't used that in 500 years. MasterCard? 300 years. Uh, and then it's like, Discover? Yeah, sure. No, we'll he's like, Discover. oh, sorry. We don't <laughs> Discover. Oh. So good. Um... But it's stuff like that, and then when you roll it back to, you know, medieval times or sword and sorcery, the Hyborian era, whatever you want to call it, um, it's just quality, like, fodder material. Like, they have a joke where she's just bumping into signs and she hits an onion Julius, and it's oh, like, yeah. ah, like, I get it. It's a good, it's a good riff. There, That's that, the kind of that, stuff. In that same scene, there's a sign in the back that says, uh, Barnes for Nobles. Yeah, I saw yeah. That, yeah. yeah. It's stuff like that that's always like, you know, when you see it out of the corner of your eye, you feel like that much smarter for getting the joke. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, true. You remember stuff like Futurama is written out of, you know, guys who all are writers who went to Ivy League schools. Mm. Like, they're, they're these educated, like, Weisenheimers. Um, so you feel smarter watching a Matt Groening show sometimes. Yeah, like, like sometimes. my my, my, my <laughs> expectations were... I knew there'd be a story. Like someone said to me, it was going to be like a spoof of like medieval times. I'm like, there's going to be a story because all his both two both his shows have a story, overlapping story throughout all the seasons for the most part. Mm, Simpsons uh, does no, Simpsons it does. Eh, it, do, it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Still, like, so, so so now you're correct. Two thirds of his shows. Yeah, two thirds now do. But yeah, <laughs> but um, like <laughs> like like Casey was saying, it's either going to be really funny at first. Or I'm not going to find it too funny. Um, mm-hmm. And I just went in it just like, fuck it. I'm on my break. Let's see what it's about. So. Yeah. I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> not at all? Really? No. no. The What I saw from it, I wasn't really impressed with in terms of commercials. Um, and if, you know, out of the plethora of multiple subjects that we had for this week, this one just somehow <laughs> rose to the top. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of my... Yeah, I tried. To, I tried to keep an open mind going into it, just so everyone here listening live Twitch.tv slash Backyard Funky each and every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or if you're listening at home after the fact on Google Play, SoundCloud, um, wherever podcasts are sold, Spotify, wherever mm-hmm. you subscribe to your local podcast, uh, just so you can get an idea of your Matt Groening preferences: Simpsons or Futurama? Of Futurama. 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 Yeah. yeah. Would anybody pick The Simpsons? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Is that no, can can you cut off at a few seasons at a specific season? Yeah. <laughs> you stop at season I, I mean, six. That's what I was gonna say. The Simpsons in the '90s. That's like the golden era okay. of Simpsons. Yeah. After uh, I think they I think like mid 2000 they were there was definitely like a resurgence of The Simpsons like competing they, 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 with Family they, Guy before they started. They had nuggets, Family but Guy. like. Yeah, they had like some good nuggets, but like the '90s is where they really like. 
that's where you got like every single thing that made the Simpsons the Simpsons what it was. No, Mister Mr. Burns getting shot pretty much. Well, yeah, or, like yeah. freaking Treehouse is a horror. That was a big fucking deal. Yeah. Wow. I, um, I think that the pinnacle of the Simpsons was when. Uh, Homer was battling Tony Hawk in a half pipe challenge, right? That was their 300th episode. Oh, God. That was. Yeah, sure. They were mad lads for that. That's great. I don't know, because I, I, that reminds me of like when. I was being totally sarcastic, Dave. That was fucking trash. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to say, like, <laughs> don't you dare fucking say that. Because they did it way better when they did, like, when like when Bart was going to jump like that fucking, like, gulch. The Springfield Homer Gorge. Did, yep, and him, Homer forget? did instead. And he fucking fell the entire way down. Oh, like, amazing. Three times. Absolutely amazing. Oh, when, yeah. uh, when Bart, you know, had to moon all the Australians, when they went to Australia, I think that was like their oh, actual best yeah. episode. No, my, my favorite was the April Fool's episode where he puts a uh, Duff beer. Bart puts a Duff beer in one of those paint shakers <laughs> and just leaves it there for a while. And he waits for Homer to go open it. And he like jumps out as he hears the... And he goes, April! April. And it's just this fucking nuclear bomb bomb of Duff Beer going on. (laughs) Amazing. Everybody, uh, welcome to the Bad Cowdy Funky Podcast, where a bunch of men in their 30s and their young friend reminisce (laughs) about The Simpsons. (laughs) Looks like there's a Simpsons Simpsons household. Ah, I'll be fine. There's beer coming out of the chimney. I'm going to proceed on foot. (laughs) Yeah. We should probably move along, though, because it's close to uh, Casey's bedtime, so we should probably... Yeah, you are so yeah, the same though. The streetlights uh, <laughs> street came on. You had to come home. You know, yeah. shit. So I'm with you guys, and it seems like chat's kind of with us as well, uh, except for Dave. Sorry, Dave. Uh, everyone's pretty much agreeing to Futurama, which I, I think Disenchantment kind of takes a page out of his book in terms of building a building a world, building a story, kind of going yeah. through it. How uh, how did you like Disenchantment? It was eh. It's I thought it yeah. started kind of slow. Um, where yeah. it focused more, like one thing about it was great about Futurama is that it started off really immediately building the world, where I felt like this focused too much on these characters that were trying too hard. Um, mm-hmm. I will say I really liked the last like three episodes because again it was less about the specific people that we're watching and, and more about the world, which I think worked yes. better. Uh, that's what's great about it, like Futurama is it expands like every episode they go to like a new world or and they do something that's kind of different. Um, and I thought that that didn't really happen in the show until later on. In fact, I thought the show was going to be about those three main characters running away and like going to different like towns each episode. Um, and that wasn't what happened. So it was kind of like, eh. I mean, yeah. it's, it was very ad, but when they had their funny moments are fucking hilarious. Like, I disagree. Tiny... Really? Yeah. The most it got out of me was a, yeah, yeah. same. And that was about it. Like, I didn't really realize it until about maybe this third to last episode. And they did a joke. And it was like, it was fine. And I just went, huh. And I was like, you know what? I think that's the loudest I've laughed at this show. It's also because they're one of the main characters, Lucy, doesn't need to be there. He doesn't actually yeah. do any. He's the Olaf of this this thing. Which is Eric Andre, yeah. by the way. Yeah. yeah. And it's so weird hearing eric andre talk like that because it doesn't sound like it's eric andre because i'm used to seeing him on um the eric andre show where he's completely fucking off the wall like yeah. and not not in a good off the wall he always doesn't speak he always feels like he's high or drunk in that so hearing him in this i didn't know it was him until i looked up the cast oh really i could tell it was him right away uh actually to me like this this tv series is just uh what is it broad city with a futurama kind of palette over it and set in <laughs> 
like a fantasy land. Like this was like they just go out and drink, they go out and do drugs. Like that's the plot of every episode. It's fucking dumb. And it, it was such a huge disappointment to me because I actually like Broad City and I like Futurama so much and I like his work that I'm just like, wow, well, I okay, like I should like these, but I don't. And I love fantasy. Like I don't I don't get why I don't like it. But I think there's a lot missing. It's Jason's Buckaroo Banzai. It's got all the things he should love. I know. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. It's so weird. It's peanut butter and pickles. I love peanut butter. I love pickles. But don't put them together. Don't put them yeah. together. I'm going to do that tonight. It's just, well, it's just weird. Like, I don't know. It's just, it, it's a very dim show to me. That's what it is. It's dim. Yeah. It's it, Well, like, it, it takes a lot of the formula, I think, of what Matt Groening's stuff, like, people like about it. So you have your bender. Right. You you have like even like Alpha was like kind of like Bart when he was in Elfland. Yeah, but he wasn't. Once he but he left, wasn't. He was too. But he, he literally wore the same clothes. Dude. And I'm pretty sure he had the same character design except his hair. Was You're absolutely right, though. That's like one of the things to notice is that um, whatever the main character. What's her name again? It's like Bean. Bean. Like Bean. she Bean, yeah. is just like if you if you remember when Bender became a human in Futurama, like that's just a female version of him yeah. with some freckles yeah. and. Well, wait, but human bender is Homer. <laughs> yeah, so then it's which just Homer and Bart. The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the problem with this is that it, the a lot of the what happens is very surface level. Like with Futurama, a lot of that is, like there's a lot of heart to it of what happens. Um, right. Like if you break it down, it is, that show is about, you know, someone in a world he can't really, trying to fit into a world that he doesn't, understand and he's been thrown into um and trying to trying to like survive in that world and this one it was like i don't know drunk princess yeah yeah but like well, they, they try to like it's you don't care about any of the characters yes that's what i'm saying yes I, I, yeah perfect. You, like you, you really like <laughs> literally like i wanted i i felt kind of bad for the king at the end yeah yeah, kind of, but not enough. The show totally turned on its head by like the third to last episode. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we need to wrap up and throw in a bunch of plot twists and all and, kinds of crap. And by the way, we need to get a season two. So we're going to throw a lot of cliffhangers. in. Well, there the season we'll two is basically guaranteed once you put it on Netflix. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. Like, well, it's, is it? I feel yeah. like show Thanks for calling Netflix or Greenlit. How many how many shows on Netflix have you basically never heard of and you mouse over it and it's like, oh, there's four seasons of this. And I'm yeah, like, Jesus. There's like two seasons of Brickleberry, all right? Relax yeah. your Fuck goddamn is Brickleberry. Self. Exactly. Oh, Daniel Tosh. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah. I don't know. this show really kind of won me over. Like I know I went into this this big spiel about, oh, it's great for your intelligence. But, uh, I don't know, there's just, I think it has a similar charm, and whatever it was gripped me. I think Abby Jacobson was perfectly cast for the role as princess. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. I just, I enjoyed the antics they got into. It, it, I don't know, I think I am too wrapped up in shows today, like Steven Universe and Adventure Time, that all are sort of the same realm of fantasy, where it's like, they push really ridiculous bounds and it's more marketed at kids but they have some adult themes where this one it's kind of like yeah our target audience is the same 30 somethings that sort of enjoyed dick and fart jokes back in the day i mean there's a joke in there about one of the the goofy knights getting stung in the dick by a scorpion 
And I'm, I'm like, like, all right, fine. Like, that's fun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know. Maybe because I haven't matured much since I was 13 or 14. That's probably why, like, I kind of enjoyed it. But, like. What? For me, there's, like, some jokes that, like. Don't shell yourself short, man. Yeah. All right, since I was 15, fine. Hey, but, um, there you go. That's more yeah. accurate. But I mean, there's like, again, there's like some points where I'm like playing on my phone while watching it and they'll say a joke and I just bust out laughing or they'll do something where like, um, when they found the Griffin and she's like, man bird powers activate and he just poops out a fucking egg. Um, yeah. I don't know why. What, what was that egg supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do it again? Well, I'm going to need a glass of milk in 20 minutes. I don't know why, but I fucking busted out laughing at that scene. Just there's little nuggets in there that I absolutely like love about this series. Yeah, there were there were parts in there where I was like, "That's a Dave joke." <laughs> See what did it there. That's for Dave. That's literally for Dave right there. Um, for me, I, it was just a lot of like I can't even remember a lot of the jokes that I just briefly chuckled at. They were so forgettable. Like I remember the one we're talking about now, but it's just like there's no heart to it. It just seems all very like shallow and empty to me, which is a real bummer. Cause I was really hoping for something pretty similar to Futurama and maybe yeah. we'll get that maybe in the next 10 episodes. Cause if you did notice in the, and like how they break it up, it's like part one episode, blah, blah, blah. So I'm assuming it's going to be part two and 10 uh, more episodes. Well, if you want to, if you want to talk about being similar to Futurama, have you guys followed any of that traction about this show takes place in one of the, the times when aliens destroy the earth and it's being rebuilt and that montage from the first Futurama episode. No, I've you know, thought about that. All the, like... all the UFOs fly by, they destroy civilization. Civilization yeah. comes back. One of them is medieval times. Oh. That's right. Interesting. Yeah. Another time they should, they should have replaced this show though, with the one where everybody was a carrot. Remember <laughs> that one, <laughs> one of the, uh, I guess hey, I woke up and, uh, everybody was made out of carrots and then I went back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think well, one of the only smart thing that this show really, in my opinion, besides all the background gags, that's just so easy. It's not even like it's just whatever. I like it, though. But it's yeah. it's just it's it's too it's like low hanging fruit for them at this point. And it's too yeah. obvious and it's a little too formulaic. Like, I feel like they grabbed the formulaic stuff that I don't really care for and ignored all the stuff that I really liked. Uh I'm hoping that kind of changes with all of these like mysteries coming like Elfo. This is the one thing I did enjoy. Elfo is not fully elf. Yeah. He's which is hilariously named. Like when you right. think about it that way, because yeah. everyone else is like Shaco. And I don't remember anyone else. Kissy. Shaco. Because he annoyed the shit out of me. Oh, Kissy. Yeah. <laughs> now, my favorite was, was his name? Uh, Weirdo or Freako, whatever his name was. Like he takes like he saw them making out. And he took his pants off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Elfo confused me, man. Like he started off like when the when the whole thing starts off, he's like the bad boy of the elf village, and then he leaves, yeah. and he's just so naive. And I was like, well, I think I think that's the point. Is yeah, like, yeah. They, it it wasn't well executed, but I see what they were trying to do. Is if you're a if you're big fish, little pond, and you go yeah. into the water, all of a sudden you're a little fish, big pond. Yeah, the baddest elf is the softest being in right. outside of the elf. But world. it wasn't well executed because it was just a, two different characters. Yeah, right. but it, what, the thing is that it wasn't him trying, thinking he was making the right decision. It was really not the right decision most of the time. It was just him right. not knowing what the fuck was going on the whole time, which meant that like right. five minutes into you meeting this character, they completely changed what his character's motivations were. Yeah, which is they could have easily gotten rid of Lucy and Returno. had him be Lucy. Yeah, 
Yeah, like very easy. I, what I thought and, he was going to do, because he starts off saying, hey, this is too light, I need something darker, I thought he was going to be trying to kill himself the entire oh, the entire time. Like when he goes and he ends up in that what uh, dwar- that dwarf war, and he just like every, like kills everyone. That was like the one part I laughed at, because <laughs> it's so crude, but when like he gets flipped up and he's just holding the sword and he just happens to fall, like that was classic... <laughs> That was classic Mag running. Like, yeah. Just like, oh, sorry. Boop, and it just sticks in his eye. And yeah. Like, yeah, see, all right. That's good. And, I like that. Good job, guys. And then that was never built on. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. And it totally should have been. No. Um, if you could keep one thing and change one thing, what would it be? I, w- I would add some background music. Like, that. it lacked background sound. Like, I don't know about you guys, but it was too quiet. Like, the entire time. It was just, like, people were just in a room just waiting for dialogue to happen. And if you remember, in both of the other series that he has, there's some sort of sound going on in the background. There's a little bit of music. There's a little bit of something or just, like, background sounds. This had nothing. Yeah. It just felt... It felt me... It left me a little bit, I guess, unfulfilled as far as, like, getting immersed into the the world. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think expanding the world is 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 a is a good idea. Um, yeah. You know, like uh, Chris said, the the real charm of Futurama is the world building, and and I think if you do something like that here, you could have a real gem. I don't know. I want to give this an, a whole nother season. Like de- ten episodes for a whole season of a cartoon is not really a lot. Um, the episodes were what, like thirty five minutes, something. Less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Half an hour. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's really not a lot. I mean, you could blow through this in like five hours. I mean, I did it. To- I did it today. I watched it at work. It took me three days. I'll admit there there were a few times, even though the episodes were short, I did fall asleep like through some <laughs> of it. So I'll, I'll admit that. Uh, I one thing I would change is maybe make the characters less of a character, like specifically the king. Because there are points where, like, you really start to care for him or really start to like him. And then he pulls that, like, hey, get me a drink, would you? I'm like, John DiMaggio. I'm contractually up. obligated to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I liked when they told you, like, when he said his, his I guess, his origin story that he was, like, a warrior king. Like, or a warrior sense. prince. I like I, I like that a well. lot. That his brother was supposed to be, his brother was supposed to be, like, the king and then his brother yeah. dies. It's like, oh, Oh man, like, you that's poor the bastard! Kind of shit that I want to see more of in this. yeah, not like, like slap it all together at the end. Yeah, like like right. spread it out a little more. I, I feel like he was probably like phoning it in. Someone at Netflix was just like, "This is shit." He's like, "Fine." In the last three episodes, I'll make it all worth kind of your while. And there's some things I kind of saw <laughs> I kind of saw coming, like the whole fact that um, yep. when the mother comes back, yeah. Queen, She's really the bad guy, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, come yeah. on, really? I didn't see that coming." Well, especially, well, was- especially no, the part where they said that she was that was her, like her body. She got turned to stone, yeah. And like being turned around, the like turned around like the drinks. It's like it, that she was that was meant for the husband, but she put it in there. She's the one that did it. Yeah, you know that was like hands down, like her. She was the bad guy. Well, I think it was just because it was a little too obvious too. Like the royal advisor thing has already been done. Yeah, where he's the bad guy. It was definitely sealed when it was bored, so it kind of only left one thing going. All the all the royal advisor, I can't remember his name. The advisor wants to do is just have orgies. orgies in the basement. That yeah. was a great fucking scene. That was hilarious. Another one where I was like, "That's for Dave." Yeah, <laughs> right there. The um, 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of jokes yep. that I probably should have liked and just didn't just fell flat for me. The mysteries I'm kind of into right now. Like I really want to know what Elfo is part. Yeah. I, I feel like it's gonna turn into a joke. I feel like they're just never gonna tell you, and it's just like at the end yep. of every season they're gonna like kind of reveal it, and then that's it. <laughs> but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, if I could keep <laughs> one thing, it would probably just be the character of Bean. Like yeah. she, she is pretty interesting enough. Like it's cool just to see. I don't know, just see her portrayed in such a way where she just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it's like your typical like what normally would have been a male role is now a female role, which I really yeah. do. Also, she's she's like a rebellious like I don't have to answer shit about shit princess. She's like but a she's cool also, Jasmine from Aladdin. She's also a huge goof. Yeah, <laughs> with her teeth, I love her teeth. I yes. love her yeah. teeth. What's that? And, uh, she's Jasmine and Princess Fiona from uh, Shrek mixed up, mixed together. Yeah, Wait, like, <laughs> like her design's like really cool because like when, even her dressing normally she doesn't dress like a princess. She dresses like a normal commoner. Yeah, and like her hair is like all fucking everywhere and shit. It's just, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I the, so the one joke that I that did kind of land for me was when they go to the mermaid run on the on the bachelor party. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and they're fucking walruses. Oh, and they're and they're singing. Oh, 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 and he still oh, oh. and he still has sex with them. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> prince that the, the dude that voices the prince uh, does a is was from the IT crowd. Oh really? Oh my god! What's that dude's name? Uh, oh, he's the one that. Um, James Matt Berry. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 Matt Berry. So in in the IT crowd, the the boss of the company in like season two. Oh yeah, dies, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. His, and his son takes over, and he's just like father. Also, yeah. uh, <laughs> Noel Fielding's in this. He's the executioner. Um, from nice. like, you know, what do we know Greg? about from? from? Oh like, shit! Not, not to mention all the classic uh, Futurama voice actors. Oh sure, you, Billy West. Yeah. Oh, there, John DiMaggio, Tress McNally, Maurice LaMarche. Yeah. No Felding, also from the IT crowd. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I, I was kind of disappointed that uh, like there more. wasn't more. Like at that, what's her name? Uh, Gemma from Sons of Anarchy. Lilo. Oh, Katie Segal. Katie Segal. Oh yeah, that's kind of bummed she wasn't in it. Or no Hermes Conrad. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, though, I, I think, like... some outer space potato man. Like, Katie Seagal's <laughs> voice is, like, so easy to, like, recognize. That's probably why, maybe, um, that they didn't have her... Well, I, I thought that would have been easy. That's the voice of the mom. Uh, like, I thought for sure that was yeah. going to happen. And when it did, yeah. I was kind of bummed. But it's fine. That's, I can see that, funny. yeah. All right. Um, do you think you'll be watching the second part? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I still will. Yeah, me too. I probably will because <laughs> it did it did ramp up pretty good. Like again, those last like three episodes were actually pretty solid. Yeah, I'm just I, gonna remain hopeful. That's all. Yeah. I'm gonna remain hopeful that this turns out to be a banger of a series, but we'll see. I mean, hey man, season one of Parks and Rec, not very good. That's true. Everything that's after true. that, tremendous. That's true. Some things just get better with age. And speaking of things Pratt that get better that. with age, it's time for the secret question. Secret question. All right, so tonight we talked about the uh, first 10 episodes of Disenchantment, which is all that has been put out thus far. Uh, if This is the first <laughs> time you are joining us uh, here, whether post or live. Uh, this is the part where I talk for a long period of time, and mm -hmm. maybe I have a secret question right now, maybe I don't. But the secret question is something that these gentlemen don't even know about that I'm thinking of on the fly, and we tried it to see who can come up with the best answer the quickest, and they get a million points. That last part, I just made up now. 
The answer is waffles over pancakes. Ooh, million points. The, mm. Oh, yeah. Hard, hard they, disagree, but okay. Waffles. Million points. For waffles. Fuck. Waffles for sure. <laughs> dude, dude, waffles fuck. Waffles, waffles fuck. all day, every day. Uh, my secret question tonight is what do you want to see in the second part of this series? Didn't we answer that already? Did you? Kind of. Didn't? Didn't yeah, well, we? Hey, didn't Casey, we? Casey, what was your answer? What was your answer, uh, Casey? My answer is going to, well, it's more world building, which means I actually do want to see them tied into other stuff. Like if mm -hmm. they if they did show that it's actually post-apocalyptic all along, mm -hmm. or they have, they have more hints to that effect. Because um, you know me, I'm all about the post-apocalypse. Um, but <laughs> You I don't are get a post-apocalypse. <laughs> I am. Look, I got New California Republic behind me and all <laughs> kinds of Fallout crap. Um, yeah, I, I like a medieval setting for post-apocalypse. It always doesn't, it doesn't always have to be guns and road warriors and resource wars. Um, you know, just one where the world had to start again, but somehow there's still a remnant of the past. Frank Azalea. If it wasn't in already. Oh, Hank Azalea. You mean Hank Azalea? Hank Azalea? Thank you. No, no, his lesser known twin brother. Frank, Frank Azalea. They don't let him out of the, the attic too much, but when they do, oh man. And, and their daughter, Iggy. Hey, I'm like <laughs> I'm like seven beers deep right in right now, guys. So I don't know I don't even know where I'm at I am right now. No, but I want to see more of him just because like he's like every other Simpsons character for the most part. And just see like where he shows up. What he, what okay. kind so of Dan Castellaneta, where are you at? Nancy yeah. Cartwright. Yeah. All right. Uh Jason. Uh Slurms McKenzie. No, I want to see like I uh, to to Casey's, you know, point, like I want to see this tie into Futurama so bad because I just want it to be Futurama. Let's, can you? Let's call it what it is. I mean, there's very easy ways they can do it and still kind of yeah. like heart wrenching. Like no, no, like they find Fry's dog and someone uses it as a mantelpiece. You know, like no, I want to see um shit. I want to see them like find like where the Grunkalunkas come from. Like I have a feeling that like those are part of like where. Where uh, Elfo is from, you know, like maybe he's part Grunkalunka. Who knows? Ooh. You know, that's where. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. and that's where they uh, they all start to go work at the Slurm Factory after that. <laughs> Imagine. So this is what I'm thinking. Uh, remember in the hit remake of The Time Machine, where Orlando Jones, which is an artificial intelligence, was like alive or whatever was still functioning in a cave oh yeah imagine that for disenchantment but it's slurms mckenzie living in a cave <laughs> the sole survivor of all of these different like uh resets that are going on uh, or at least like, and he's still maybe, partying yeah maybe you just see like captain we below zap brannigan show up too you know Ooh, <laughs> he would be the one that survives yeah yeah. I mean, shit. It could even be like nibble, no, the, nibbler the real jumping secret, around. It, it all takes place on the planet of the Globetrotters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great episode. Oh, man. And um, the giant is really an Amazon. Tess? Yeah. Snoosh -snoosh. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Less aggressive, though. Man. I want to see I want to see a like a super team go to try to help Bean of uh, the King, um, Lucy, Tess the Giant. Prince Merkimer as a pig to go try like to go track down uh Bean. Oh man, it's that'd like, be a good that would be a good quest. That would be like that's a good quest. I want to watch that more than anything. <laughs> yep. It's like when the Fantastic Four get replaced by 
Ghost Rider and Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Hulk to go save yep. the Fantastic Four. The new Fantastic Four. I, I would take out the King and I would put in Sorcero, though, I think. Yeah. Yes. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm behind you. That would be really cool. <laughs> Wait, Holy awesome. Gamer is saying that the Planet Express ship is seen in the background of one episode. Yeah, Wait, and like what? there's like Fry's wig or something. Or like that, yeah, yeah, that that I definitely hair, remember that stuff like that. Uh, also, in the uh, in the laboratory, there definitely is one device that is blatantly looks like a penis. Yeah, <laughs> not surprised. look for it. You will not be disappointed. Not. Uh, I guess what I want to kind of see out of season two the most is it just get better. That's no. <laughs> That's it's, it's so I'll say this. I'm giving it a lot of shit. It's not bad, but it's not good. It's either. one of those. It's one of those shows you wouldn't go out of your way to watch. Right. No. But if it's, it's on background, like, yeah. yeah. If it's on, you're like, it's not bad. Yeah. It's it's about as good as the worst Futurama episode. I would say. That's fair. For me. Yikes. For me. Uh, but like even. <laughs> I, I think that even the worst Futurama episodes are still pretty darn good. But it's it's just like it is. It's background noise. Um, there are a lot of things that like I just kind of like. So when I watch these for the for the show, I try not to zone out, try not to play on my phone. And if I do, I'll actually stop it and I'll rewind and I'll try to like watch uh, from where I last remembered. So I started doing that for this and I got about halfway through and I was like, you know, what? I'm not missing anything. Like I'm just doing all this extra watching for nothing. It's literally like I'm I'm getting the same enjoyment out of it, and then when it really started to pick up, I found myself not looking at my phone. A good show shouldn't should be able to grab you, um, whether it's comedy, drama, whatever, without having your phone in your hand. This is no true. matter no matter what my wife does. That's that's just how it goes. So I, I just love this format because I know she never listens, so I can say whatever I want. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so wonderful. Now what dawned on me is like when you said. Your wife, it just took a second for Dredge. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was so a surprisingly, marriage. married life, that's not the weirdest part to get used to about calling her my wife versus fiance. It's calling her parents my in laws. That was what's taking the most getting used to. Ah. Oh, do you call them mom and dad? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. No way. I hardly call my mom and dad mom and dad. Just kidding. Love you party dad. boy and lava girl. As well Greg as is that. on a first name basis with his parents. Sometimes. <laughs> When you talk about them in stories, maybe. I can neither confirm nor deny any of that. And something I can confirm, though, if you guys really want to know, is that that's officially all the time that we have for what? this week. Uh-huh. Yeah, that tie-in. Getting, getting the old cobwebs dusted Ooh. off on them. I want you to go ahead and uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us in chat uh, yeah. tonight. I'm going to go in order of alphabetical this time as well. So we had Boulevard Gaming. Bebo, good to see you. We had Wait, s- you what? put him before a Grim Gaming. Yeah. Well, he's Who's a moderator. A. Mods get get up there. Oh. Yeah. So alphabetical alphabetical in social order hierarchy. of oh, 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 icons okay. that you have You're on Twitch.tv. So yeah, Boulevard Gaming, you have uh, Soul Get Guy. Adam, good to see you. Dick Jones. A Grim Gaming. First up on the non-moderator list. Good to see you, man. Appreciate you coming through as always. We had um, apricot dupe fruit. Apricot dupe fruit. We had dupe fruit. fruit. Decaf Smurf. Uh, of course, we got some clowns in there. I'm not gonna say their name. We got some skinny seahorse. V and K. Holy Gamer. Zane Kyber. Good to see everyone. I really appreciate you coming out. Remember, if you want to kind of take part in the secret question, you want to take part in in the conversation, and maybe even get a shout out here on the show, you can tune in 
each and every Thursday night at twitch.tv slash badcoyotefunky at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's usually when the music starts and the lights usually get dimmed shortly after that. Uh, remember to go ahead and leave us a rating over on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, it super helps us out and it doesn't really um, cost you anything. Uh, we, we love the feedback. We love to know if we're doing a good job, bad job, whatever. Most people just like to know if we're doing a good job because that's the best. Uh, we're also available on Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, which is awesome. We got Devil Robot now. Hey, Devil Robot. Uh, it's always appreciated, everyone. We love you, and we hope to see you next week for our mystery subject. Until then, we will see you next time, or we will see you another time. Oh, we'll see you in hell. <laughs> Robot hell. God damn it. Good night, everyone. <laughs>